You're listening to the Optimize Your Life podcast with Dr. Sharon Grossman, episode number 45. Welcome to the Optimize Your Life podcast with me, Dr. Sharon Grossman. As a psychologist, success coach, and emotional intelligence expert, I've spent the past two decades optimizing the mindsets of my clients. And now you too get to optimize not only your mind, but your entire life. Join me. You know how sometimes your day just doesn't seem to want to cooperate, and no matter what you try, you can't get out of a funk? We've all been there. It can happen. But what's important is to be able to reset, and there's no better way to do that than to get a good night's sleep. Now, if you're someone who struggles with sleep, that in and of itself may be contributing to your bad mood because we process emotions while we sleep. And if you're not sleeping, well, you can figure out what's not happening. But sometimes the reason we're not sleeping well is because we've had a bad day. Now, you're in a bind because sleep is what's supposed to help you hit that reset button and you just can't fall asleep. What can you do? I'll share some tips with you so you can optimize your sleep and reap all the benefits that sleep can give you. I've already mentioned the importance of sleep on your mood, so I know you've bought into the idea of better sleep, but just in case you need more convincing, especially if you're an overachiever and you're sacrificing sleep to get more done, hear this. Getting adequate sleep affects your energy, so if you're skipping on sleep, your productivity will suffer the next day. Other effects may not be as immediate, but they will catch up with you over time. For instance, insufficient sleep can decrease your immune system, so you're more likely to get sick. Do the math on that one when it comes to your productivity. And if you need to rely on any sort of creativity for your work, good luck you're much less likely to be able to access that creative bone if you're tired. As if that weren't enough to go on, for those of you who actually care about your health or your image for that matter, guess what else happens when you don't sleep enough? Sure, you're tired, right? So you need fuel and guess what we're more likely to do? Eat. So in a simple math equation, we can say low sleep equals weight gain. Now, I get it. You may be staying up late because you have so much to do. And even if you're not working on your to-do list, you might have a hard time falling asleep because of the stress of everything on your plate. You may have worried thoughts about something coming up the following day. I know that usually on the night before a big trip that requires me to wake up early the next morning, I have a hard time falling asleep. If that's you, there are tons of things you can do. I'm going to walk you through these and I encourage you to mentally note at least one tip that you're going to implement by the end of this episode. And if you want to quickly access all the tips, go to the show notes. Perhaps the most important takeaway about sleep that I can share with you is you have to be in tune with your body. Let's walk a, through a typical day. You wake up in the morning and what do you do next? 
the best thing to get in sync with your body's circadian rhythm is to expose yourself to daylight early on. That means that either you take yourself outside for exercise, for walking your dog, or even just to sip your morning java. When you're ready to start working, if at all possible, put your desk near a window and draw the curtains so light can stream in. If where you live doesn't get much sun, especially in the winter months, bake in some time for light therapy. You can purchase a special lamp or even a mask you place over your face for that needed exposure indoors. At some point during the day, you want to exercise because this will improve your sleep. That said, exercise is stimulating, so don't do it too close to your bedtime. In fact, you want to avoid all stimulation closer to bedtime. This includes having lots of sugar and refined carbs during the day, as well as caffeine and nicotine, which can stay in your system, keeping you alert past the point where you want them to. So far, we're not asking too much, are we? Seems easy enough. These tips should get you through the day. Now let's talk about what to do to optimize your sleep before bed. In the same way that we start the day by exposing ourselves to sunlight and how that wakes us up, we want to have a nighttime ritual to wind down. One of the most important things when it comes to your circadian rhythm is to have a regular sleep-wake schedule. Try to be consistent about when you get to bed and when you wake up. The trick is to go to bed when you're tired enough to fall asleep, but not so tired that you're not getting enough sleep by the time you need to wake up. Aim to wake up naturally rather than with an alarm clock. This is a sign that you're getting adequate rest. So often, I've had clients tell me that they run late to meetings in the morning because they snooze their alarm clock. This is a sign that you aren't getting enough sleep, and most of the time, it's because you're getting to bed too late. Oh, and you want to stick with your sleep and wake schedule even on weekends. If you tend to sleep in on a Sunday morning, you're throwing your body's ability to predict your rhythm completely off. If you're tired during the day, take a short 15 to 20 minute nap instead. As part of your wind down routine and preparation for sleep, you wanna turn down the dial on anything stimulating. This includes light exposure. What are you doing right before bed? Chances are you're checking your email, you're browsing on your phone, or you're watching television. These screens emit blue light, which stimulates your brain. Ideally, you've put your devices away at least an hour before bed, and instead listen to something like music or an audiobook, or read a book. You know, the type you actually hold in your hands? Am I the only one that still buys books you can hold? I'm just old fashioned in that way. If you're going to use a device, you can install something called Flux. It's a light altering software that dims your screen as the sun goes down so you have less light exposure before bed. Given the pace of our lives, chances are that dinner is your biggest meal of the day. 
that's not ideal because you're then asking your body to digest a lot of food before bed. Then you try to sleep, which is supposed to turn off the factory and leaves all that food unprocessed in your body. So be mindful not to eat too much before bed, 